Alrighty guys, we're now up to the final day of this Build Your Business Through Alignment mini series that we have been running on the podcast. Okay. So the very first episode in this mini series, we really focused on aligning with your vision. Then in the second episode of the series, we focused on aligning with your niche. Now what we're going to do is we're going to dive into how you can start aligning yourself with your ideal clients. So today what we're going to be focusing on is getting really clear on your ideal client, who they are, where you can find them. And then secondly, making it a no-brainer for these clients to work with you. So I hope you've enjoyed the mini series so far. This one is definitely a fan favorite. After all, who doesn't want to learn how they can start aligning with their ideal clients? So that's enough from me, guys. It's time to wrap up this mini series with our final day, focusing on how to align with your ideal clients. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Empower with M. I am your host, Emily Jane Saroff, but you can call me M. I hope you're ready to expand your mindset, raise your vibrations, break through limiting beliefs, and to seriously start owning your power. But before we dive into today's episode, if you haven't already, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss out on any of my episodes. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I sure am ready. So let's get empowered. skip this intro snippet if you are someone wanting to start a coaching business but have not yet taken any steps to do so maybe because you're lacking the knowledge on how to get started or fears are holding you back whatever it may be maybe you're someone who has launched a coaching business already but you haven't been seeing any results and you're looking for new approaches to help you make that first ten thousand dollars And thirdly, if you are someone who has launched a coaching business already, but are currently working too much from a place of hustle rather than alignment, and are wanting to really change your approach to get yourself out of that hustle mentality, okay, if you fit any of these descriptions, keep on listening. If you don't fit these descriptions, I guess you can skip this segment, but then again, you never know what opportunities you might be missing out on yourself. So I'd keep listening if I was you. I wanted to quickly remind you that applications for the Aligned Coaches Academy is now open. So I'm calling coaches of any type. We're talking fitness, mindset, spirituality, relationship, manifestation, whatever it is. I want to talk to you, okay? Because the Aligned Coaches Academy will be kicking off officially on the 17th of January. So to sign up for this cohort of the Academy, you must be enrolled before December 22nd, okay? You won't want to miss out on this first intake of the program because I'm offering a very exclusive opportunity for the inaugural class of the Aligned Coaches Academy. So everyone who is enrolled into this first intake before December 22nd, you will receive extended access to the live program. So what would normally be a 12-week course will be extended by an additional four weeks. So you will receive a total of 16 weeks of coaching from me. That is a bonus one month of weekly free coaching from me, okay? So this is going to help you build your businesses as a coach. Get yourself set up into the new year, off the ground running, and shooting towards the goals that you've been dreaming about all of 2021, okay? So if that is in alignment with you in any way, shape, or form, what I want you to do is jump into the show notes of this episode description, right? And I want you to click the link that says ACA, 
application form. And I want to jump on a call with you, get that scheduled in so we can have a conversation and see if the Aligned Coaching Academy is going to be the right fit for you. Okay, I can't wait to start speaking to you more and getting your business building where you want it to be in 2022. Okay, but uh, that's enough from me. I'm going to let you guys listen to this episode now and I cannot wait to start talking to some of you soon. So day three is aligning with your ideal client and there's two focus areas that we're going to be looking at. The first area is knowing who your ideal client is. Okay, so we've spoken across the last two days about the importance of clarity, importance of having clarity around your vision, around your niche, and now it's about the importance of having the clarity around who your ideal client is. So in day two, we did some work where we were looking into, you know, what is the problems that our audience currently currently struggles with. And today we're going to be looking into how we can serve them to those, um, you know, struggles that they, they came out and shared with you through those engagement polls that you should have been doing. And then the second thing we're focusing on today, which is the bulk of today's session, it's how to have your ideal clients find you. Okay. So that's the aligning with your ideal client parts, the being able to attract them rather than chase them. So what is an ideal client? Okay, an ideal client is a person or a company who needs and wants are met by the products and services that you are offering. Okay, someone who directly lines up with the solution that you're providing. Or as I like to define it, an ideal client is whoever feels fun to work with and also gets results. Someone who's not aligned with you is not going to get results. Someone who is not aligned with you is not going to feel fun to work with, right? So when you are thinking about your ideal client, you're not just thinking about, okay, who has the money to invest in me or invest in my service? What you're thinking about is who do you actually want to work with? Who are you going to get excited about working with? Who is going to be fun with working with? And who is the perfect fit to the solution that you're providing? So that's what an ideal client is, in case you guys did not know. So then the next question to really ask is, who is your ideal client? Who is your ideal client? You might have an idea already. You might not have any idea at all. Okay, so in day two, you were asked the question, to what problem are you the solution to? Now, I mentioned in day two that this is a really important question that you need to ask yourself because until you have the clarity around what problem you can solve, you don't know who your target audience, your ideal client is going to be. So answering this question will give you a starting point on pinpointing who your ideal client is. So here's a reflection that I want you guys to start thinking about, okay? What is the specific niche in which you are working? You should be clear on this right now. What is the transformation that you can provide and serve? And what expectations do you have of anyone that you work with? So these three questions are really important to be asking. Obviously, the first one is about having that clarity around what niche you're working within. The second one is directly correlated to what solution are you providing? And then the third one is super important because when we're talking about having ideal clients, we need to be clear on what we expect from the people who we are going to onboard into our programs or our businesses and all of that. What are your expectations of the kind of person that you want to work with? 
So do this reflection. It's going to help you begin to like visualize the scope in which that you're going to be working. Um, And so then from there, what you can do is you can move forward to create a specific ideal client profile. And that's what we're going to be going through today in part one as well is creating that profile, creating that avatar of who your ideal client is because you cannot attract until you are clear on who it is you are trying to attract. It's kind of like if you're wanting to catch or bait a certain animal, right, bring a certain animal into you, you're going to need to have certain baits to use, like certain animals prefer certain foods, certain treats, right? So you're not going to coax a horse with the same treat that you would coax a fish, right? (laughs) So we need to get clear on who are you trying to attract, the horse or the fish, and what is the specific lure that you need to get that person, get that thing into your uh, vicinity. So who is your ideal client? The clearer that you are on who it is you want to work with, the easier it will be to find them. And more importantly, the easier it will be to attract them. So what I want us to actually start doing is switching out the word find with the word attract. Okay, because yes, on one hand, you can be going and you can be going and finding your ideal clients. However, if we want to be working through the most aligned approach possible, we want them to be finding us. We want to be attracting them. And by knowing the specific details of who it is you want to work with, you're going to be able to provide as much value as you possibly can through your content, which is going to be a big area that we're going to be looking at today. And the other thing is you'll also be able to really tailor your marketing techniques more specifically to serve them. So as I said, that's an aspect that we're going to be exploring today as a part of like the client attraction strategy that I'm going to help you guys implement. But the first action item that you need to put on your list to do straight after this workshop is to create an ideal client portfolio or profile and find this clarity around who it is. Are you attracting a fish or are you attracting a horse or are you attracting something else? Okay, we're going to come up with your profile today. So when it comes to finding your ideal client, what we're going to be asking is the following questions. Okay, who is my perfect client? What are their specific challenges or problems? Where does my perfect client hang out? What are their hobbies and how can I meet them? Okay, we are going to be creating a profile of who this person is. You should have a clear image by the end of these questions of exactly who your ideal client looks like. Essentially, what we're doing, right, is visualizing in detail our dream client. And we're creating an avatar that's specifically for them. Okay. And by creating an avatar, what that's going to do, it's going to give us a starting point for when we're prospecting. And all of the clients that come into your business, They may not check all the boxes of who your ideal client is, but they should fit some, if not most. And what you'll find is as you actually grow and expand as a coach or as a business person, you know, whatever it is that you are specifically working in, you will find that the clients that you're attracting and working with will become more and more in alignment with the the like avatar that you create from these questions. So ideal client profile. Here are the five questions. Yeah, I couldn't count for a second. Here are the five questions that um, I just asked you before. And as you can see, I've started to break down different sort of examples of how you could respond to these. So who is your perfect client? What is their age, their gender, demographics? Go as far to give them a name, right? 
Are they religious? Are they spiritual? Are they a student? Are they a mother, a parent? Are they a single parent? Get really specific, right? What is their work? What is their occupation? What's their financial position? I want you to like answer as much detail as you can to that first question. So detailed that you can physically see what they look like in front of you. And what you might find is your answers to these questions might directly relate to you, whether it be where you are now or where you were at the start of your journey as well. Because a lot of the time, our ideal client profile aligns with um, who we were at a certain stage of our own journey as well. Then looking into like, what are their specific challenges and problems? For example, if you're a mindset coach, is it specifically confidence they're struggling with? Habits? self-worth, belief, and then take those key points and go even deeper. What is the struggle with the confidence? What is the struggle with the habits? Then thinking about where your preferred client hangs out. Are they at cafes? Are they at gyms? Are they at parks? Are they at beaches? Are they more in the online space, right? What platforms, what networks, what Facebook groups? Thinking about all of these things because The last three questions here, like where do they hang out? What are their hobbies and how can I meet them? This is going to help you with the aspect of physically finding them. Whereas the first two questions are going to be more directed for the attraction part. So we'll be focusing more on the first two today. But um, what I'm going to go into shortly is like methods such as the $1.80 method to help you with you know, finding clients. These three bottom questions is what's really going to guide you with that. So what are their hobbies, exercise, reading, personal development, like, you know, list them all out. Is it content creation? Is it, you know, special effects makeup? Maybe someone just does it for fun, whatever their hobbies are. And how can I meet them? Coffee dates, functions, events, online Zoom events, different online groups and communities, different workshops, right? Maybe you might find that your ideal client is a part of this workshop community right now. And see, this is why I wanted you guys to be networking, right? Sharing what it is that you do, what your businesses are, because maybe someone in this community is your ideal client and is ready to connect with you. But how to find your ideal client? This is the question that everybody seems to ask. Everyone wants to know, how do I find my ideal client? There's two ways that you can really go about effectively finding them in the online space, prospecting engagement is number one. Now, this is the $1.80 method uh, by Gary V. Another way is attraction marketing, aligned approaches to really allow your clients to find you. So there are more ways than this to go about it as well, okay? There are so many ways to go about finding your ideal client and working on social media and in real life as well. Prospecting engagement, this is one strategy that I constantly have been running in the background of my business. So this is the one I started with and I still have it running itself right now because, of course, engagement and outreach is important for the social media growth. However, this isn't the main strategy that is bringing in my biggest leads. Okay, so I've been able to close over $70,000 worth of clients in the past six to seven months alone. Okay, and whilst a sum of this has come from that initial prospecting strategy, this isn't the aligned approach that I'm actually building my business off now because the biggest clients that I have brought into my business, like valued at twelve and fifteen thousand dollars each, 
like did not come from this prospecting strategy. They came from attraction marketing. This is the people that physically reached out to me in my DMs and said, Emily, I want to get on a call with you because I want to work with you. And that is what I want to happen for you guys as well. Okay, this is what I want. I want your ideal clients to be aligning with you also and to be physically reaching out to you and telling you that I want to work with you. So stop thinking about how to find your ideal clients. This is not what we're focusing on today. Yes, like there is I, like there is constantly going to be an aspect of your business where there is some sort of outreach happening. What I suggest is that you have a virtual assistant doing that for you, doing the $1.80 method for you. And you are focused on not finding your ideal client, but having your ideal client find you, okay? Use prospecting engagement as a method to really help you be finding in the background, like I said, having a virtual assistant supporting you with that, right? Bring a team on to do that. Google the $1.80 method. You know, if you haven't heard of it before, but I don't want to spend the time today going in depth about that. It's a very simple concept. Like basically what you're doing is just going out, engaging on other accounts and um, having them follow you and then you connecting with them in that way. And the information from your ideal client profile will help you with that. But if your goal is to have them finding you, then pay attention because I'm going to show you what it is that you need to be doing to bring them into your business themselves. Attraction marketing. This is going to be your best friend. You are not already doing attraction marketing. Then after today, make sure that you are. Okay. It's providing so much value targeted at your ideal client that they physically reach out to you. Okay. You are literally going to be attracting your ideal clients like a moth to a light. And you're providing value and clarity constantly on your platforms around what problems you can solve for them. Value, providing value is the most important thing that you can be doing as a business owner. And when I say providing value, you're providing free value. So this is your attraction plan. Here are some key questions to answer. What activities are going to bring your ideal client into your world? What specifically activities, what's the light going to be in your world that's going to attract all the moths to your brightness? Okay. How can you begin to market yourself as an expert in your field? And how can you make it a no-brainer for clients to work with you? These are the three pillars that we're focusing on today. These are the three pillars that I focus on in my own attraction plan so that I can be having these people direct message me and want to work with me. In fact, so that you can have people message you and being sold on working with you before you even have that conversation. So the first pillar that we are working on is attracting clients into your world, okay? Social media is your best friend, okay? We are living in an age where it is literally free to market yourself and expand your reach on a global scale. Once upon a time, the only way to get yourself out in front of other audiences was to have to pay big money to the media. You have it for free in the palm of your hand, wherever the heck it is that you go. So what we want to be doing is focusing on what activities will attract your ideal client 
to you. Now, this is where content of value comes into play. The next thing that you're then going to look into is how can you plug into other people's networks to allow other people to see, hear, and find you, okay? Referrals, podcasts, cross-promotional lives. We're going to dive into each of these further now for you as well so I can give you specific actions that you can be taking. So what you want to do is over-deliver on value, okay? Ignore what everybody else is doing and do the work that you know resonates with your ideal client's hell because you know what this is from already having done the market research. So these are the polls. These are the surveys. Using these polls and surveys to start conversations to identify even further where you can be helping people. What are the pain points that you need to start providing value to help solve? And what your job is, is to communicate fully what you can help them with how you can help them with it, why it looks better on the other side, why it looks better to have worked through the struggle and to have solved the problem that they're currently faced with, and also communicating that you can understand what they're going through right now. And then you're going to make your offers. So what we want to be doing is we want to be nurturing people, bring solid value, and make sure that we are directly catering to the needs that they currently aren't having met. So this is where we come back to the ideal client profile, the top two areas of focus being who is my preferred client and what are their specific challenges and problems. These questions are going to teach you how to speak to your ideal client, how to draw them in. What I want you to do is think of, okay, what are specific problems that I know that they are facing? Now, how can I put this on my socials and provide a solution to that? My profile, if you go and have a look at my Instagram, I have constant content going up there, teaching people how to work through their limiting beliefs, teaching people how to grow their businesses, teaching people how to build their self-confidence, like all the areas that I need to be hitting with my ideal client, all of the struggles they have. I am putting the content there saying, take it. Use it, solve your problems without even needing to work with me right now, right? And this is what you guys need to be doing as well. The bottom three pillars, uh, the bottom three questions, these are more so how to find people when prospecting, as I was saying before. So what you want to focus on right now is uh, the top two questions so you know how to speak directly to your ideal client. Because knowing how to speak to your ideal client, this is so important when providing value because it makes sure that you are speaking directly to them right? Like if no one on your platform struggles, let's talk about me, for example, if no one on my platform struggles with self-confidence, then I'm not going to talk about self-confidence because that's not giving someone a reason to stay, to absorb and to gain something of value from my platform. So when we're over-delivering on value, there's different ways to provide free value. Now have a think about which ones are you doing right now? Which ones can you start doing more of? Have private Facebook groups to nurture your audience. You physically provide tips on how someone could take the steps themselves to automate it in the email flow. You know, like it's okay to be giving this this, uh, information to people. Don't feel like just because you're providing them with a new depth of free value that they're not going to want to invest in you. Because what you want to do is you want to allow people to be able to experience you before they even experience you. 
In fact, you need people to experience the things that they want to be doing. Like say, for example, creating an an automated email list. I don't want to do that myself. And I know that I don't want to do that myself because I've tried to do it before. So I know that's something that I want to outsource. And so you need to be showing people that you know how to solve that problem so that they want to make the decision to outsource with you. You can also be creating podcasts or getting on podcasts or creating your own YouTube channels. Long content, guys. Instagram is a very, very short content platform. You know, videos don't usually go over a minute. And if they do, like if it's a live stream or an IGTV, like people aren't necessarily on that platform for that extended content. So you find that usually, you know, IGTVs get less exposure than a reel does, for example. So creating another way for you to be able to provide long content and even doing workshops yourself. Giving people that kickstart, helping people get started with step ABC, you know, showing them how they can start doing things on their own and starting to offer people new levels of value that you're not already providing them with. Nurturing your audience so that they are provided with everything they need to succeed before even working with you. Because a top tip to give you guys is make sure you provide so much value to your prospects that they have tapped into as many touch points as possible before hopping on an enrollment call. The way to have someone sold on you before having that sales call is that they've already gone through X amount of your resources that they already know and trust you. They know that you're going to be able to over-deliver for them in a one-to-one environment or in a course, a group environment, because they've already experienced so much of you without directly having to communicate with you. So this way, what you're doing is your prospects will have been exposed to, as I said, so much of your value already that they know that they must work with you. So again, stop holding back on the value. I hear it all the time. People are like, I'm too scared to provide too much value because then people won't want to invest in me. People aren't going to want to invest in you if you're not providing them enough value beforehand. Put out valuable content that helps people in your own way, being authentic to yourself and deliver it so well that people can really use your help without ever having to pay you. And I want you guys to be okay with that. Okay, I want you guys to be okay with people being able to use your help without ever having to pay with you. Now, I have so many people within my audience who get enough value from my podcast alone that they might never need to invest in one of my courses. And I am so fine with that because it means that I'm helping them have a transformation anyway. But then the people that do need the support, the people that do need that extra level of depth, They've also had enough like uh, value given to them from me already that, as I said, when we get on that call, they are already sold before I even open my mouth. So let your content do the selling for you. High value content, make it a no brainer for prospects to want to work with you. Now, here's an attraction marketing tip for you. Okay. Your social media, it's your profile. Uh, It's your portfolio. Okay or a storefront as I like to think it, okay? What I view my Instagram as is my storefront, my virtual storefront. Every single day, people are walking past my storefront and I need to make sure that it is attractive enough that they want to come in, that they want to click follow and they want to have a look at my content. You really get one shot with people on social media. They're not doing 
up back and forward laps of the street like they would in like a real life situation. You have one shot with them. So you need to make sure that your storefront screams at them to say, come inside before they finish walking past or scrolling past in the online space. So again, it's making sure there's that much value that when people click on that on your page, it's a no-brainer for them to stay. It's a no-brainer for them to explore deeper. So make sure you're making it clear who you are, what you do, and the solutions that you are providing. And this makes all the difference with the $1.80 technique as well because that strategy is about putting yourself in front of people so then they click on you and they come inside. So the next step is plugging into new networks. There's different ways to really be plugging into other people's networks, and this is a very powerful tool to use, okay? Become a guest on a podcast or bring guests onto your own podcast. Do cross-promotional live streams. Host workshops for different communities, right? Tapping into new community groups and asking for referrals. These are all ways to allow people to see, hear, and find you, okay? Making sure that you are putting your name out there. You are sharing your value where it is possible to, you know? Like, I think that uh, cross-promotional lives is such an easy way to tap into new networks. Whether you're bringing an aligned guest into your audience or you're going as a guest into an aligned audience for you, um, what this gives you the opportunity to do is speak about your area of expertise in front of people that you otherwise wouldn't have been connected with. So that could be a really easy first step for you guys is getting off this call and scheduling a cross-promotional live with someone else you know. And some things to really be reflecting on is in what ways are you providing your audience with value now? In what ways are you providing your audience with value now? Is your social media just an accumulation of photos that aren't necessarily providing value? And it's okay to have some of the some of these things, but what we really want to be doing is also thinking, okay, What can I offer someone? Someone's going to see this and what are they going to take away from the imagery or from the caption? Or is there some sort of call to action from this? In what ways could you be providing more value? Okay, so the first question is, how are you providing value now? And the second question is, how can you be providing more value? The third question is then how many networks are you expanding into currently? Maybe you're tapping into none. Okay, how often do you ask your clients to refer you on to people within their networks? How often do you go online and network with another profile or another podcast or another platform to share your message, to share your value? How often are you getting into Facebook groups sharing what it is that you have to offer or just starting conversations to see if anyone's looking for something that you can provide? And what action steps are you going to be taking in order to expand your reach? So becoming an expert in your field, this is the next thing that I want to talk about. And this is something that I have uh, kept in the forefront of my mind since starting my business. 
Every single day that I show up online, my goal is to show up as though I'm an expert in my field. To some people, they would view me as an expert. To other people, they view me as still a newbie because maybe they are further ahead than where I am now. But the reality is you can be an expert right now. You don't need to wait until you're at the, you know, like the end of your business's life until you're 50 years down the track to call yourself an expert. So if there's one thing that you need to take away from today, it's really the power of influence. Now, you can have a small following and have a really large influence, or alternatively, you can have a big following and a small influence. So don't be fixated on the idea of having a certain amount of followers in order to have an impact or an influence, because what sort of people do have the most influence? It's experts. And there are experts in every single industry, whether they have a million followers or whether they have a hundred followers, they are still experts at what they do. So don't uh, get into your mind that, oh, I only have 300 followers, so therefore I cannot be perceived as an expert. That is not the case whatsoever. So when you are good at what you do, what it is you develop is influence. So become the best at what you do. Actively expand your knowledge and your experience. Build your reputation. Get yourself featured on podcasts. Like get into news articles, blog posts, like do lives and speak about your area of expertise. What I want you to do is get results, okay? Get results. You guys are here today. And why is that? Why is it you guys and 50 other people in this workshop community? A lot more than what I expected, if I am being totally honest. But why did you guys all join this workshop? Because I've built my reputation within my niche through the results that I've gotten. Because of my results, I now have influence. And you guys today want to learn how I got my results so that you can get them too. Therefore, I get to have an influence on the actions that you guys are going to take moving forward. How many of you guys have taken action based off the things that I've told you? I'm an expert in my niche, but you guys are an expert in yours. So making it a no-brainer for people to work with you. Becoming an expert at what you do connects to this. Making it a no-brainer, over-deliver in the value Allow them to have breakthroughs and shifts before ever even working with you. Deliver it so well that people can use your help without ever having to pay you, okay, without ever having to pay you. I do not care if you guys don't want to work with me directly on growing your businesses because what I care about is that I'm still able to help you in some way. What I care about is being able to help you guys take these steps to get results yourself. And if you don't need my support any further than this workshop today, then I'm totally fine with that because it's about the impact, not the income, which is what we were talking about on day one. So creating as many touch points as possible so that, again, your prospects find you, consume you, and then sell themselves on you. Now, what I want you to do as well is make it clear as to what transformation you can give your clients. And I know I mentioned this before, but show that you get results. Okay. Use testimonials or use your own transformation story. A lot of the time people say to me, I can't show that I get results because I have no clients. Therefore, I have no testimonials to show. First and foremost, get yourself a free client, right? 
If that's something that is really an issue for you, get yourself a free client, give them a transformation and use that testimonial. Secondly, use your own transformation. Okay. A big part of my journey, like, heck, when I first launched my business, I had never worked a day in my life as a coach. I had been working in the architecture industry. So I had no testimonials about a transformation I could give someone, except what I did have, it was my transformation, the transformation that I was able to give myself to give my mindset, you know, from the start of my journey to launching my business, that whole, you know, beginning phase of getting my mindset into alignment with the goal that I had, taking the action, making the shifts within myself, show your own transformation, show your own journey and use yourself as a testimonial of what it is that you can provide people. Now, final step in this little section is bring the energy. Because let me tell you what, there are a million coaches out there right now, millions, more and more growing every single day. But what's the difference between someone working with me and someone working with someone else is my energy. My energy is right for certain people. My energy is right for my aligned clients. Anyone who doesn't align with my energy, I don't want them anyway because we're not meant to be. There's someone else out there who's going to connect with them on a level, okay? You guys might think I'm awesome, but there's other people who might think that I'm annoying as hell. They must think, wow, this Emily chick is too intense, like shouts too much, gives me a headache. I hate her squeaky accent. Like, who is this Australian chick? Like, get away from me right? There are people who are going to love me, but there's also people that are going to hate me. But just because there's people that are going to hate me doesn't mean I'm not going to bring the energy because if I don't bring the energy, then the people who are meant for me aren't going to ever find me and align me. So over-delivering value, make it clear what transformation you can give and bring the energy. Now on this note, authenticity is key, okay? You guys need to be staying in your own lane and doing things in your own authentic way. Because as I said, your ideal clients are going to be attracted to you because of you and not because of anyone else. There are so many mindset coaches out there. There's so many friends that I have that are mindset coaches. Now, one thing I could do is compare myself to how they're showing up and duplicate that. However, that's not going to align me with my ideal clients. So what I need to do is show up as my authentic self every single day and trust that the right people People who are meant for me will come to me because of that. Now, if someone hasn't done it before, then be the first to do it, okay? A lot of the time people say, oh, I've got this really cool idea. Like I could do this, but actually I've never seen anyone else do it and therefore it mustn't work if no one else does it. No one else does it. Become a leader in your industry. Don't be a follower. Be the first person to stand up and actually Create an influence and an impact in a new and unique way. Make yourself stand out from the crowd, like utilize your unique power and energy. Now, what I want to do is, because I know we've spoken about a lot in today's session, is I want to clearly lay out what your priorities are going away today. Providing massive value to your audience that directly serves their pain points. Okay? providing massive value. Have real conversations with people that you actually want to work with, not because of their money, but because you think they're cool, okay? 
build your reputation, become an industry leader, show up online right now as though you are already there, as though you already have the millions of followers, you have the massive influence, show up today as an industry leader. Don't wait for it to happen. Be consistent and patient as well. Yeah, this is a big one. Stop expecting instant results. Now, the $1.80 method, that's going to be an instant sort of lead generator because you're placing yourself in front of lots of people like consistently day after day. And that's why that's something that should be running in the background of your business. But again, like there's some flaws in that because what you're having to do is reach out to massive groups of people to potentially only receive a small amount of leads or follows from it. But when it comes to attraction marketing, when it comes to providing the massive value, like the more you are pumping out there, the more people are going to be sharing around what it is that you're saying, the more people are going to be finding you. And things to note as well, be selective, okay? This is a tough one for people. Saying no to people who don't align with you will actually open doors for people who do. At the start of our businesses, we can get really desperate and say yes to everyone. But what that's doing is closing the door to the people who actually do align with you by saying yes to someone who doesn't align with you, but you're saying yes because you want the income. That's taking away an opportunity from someone who's waiting to work with you. So saying no to people who don't align will open the doors for people who do. And again, don't be driven by fear into saying yes to everyone you come across. Trust that the right people, the people that are meant for you, they are coming. Okay. They are coming. You just have to Stay consistent and not let fear drive you away. Finally, attraction marketing. It takes time. Work on your $1.80 strategy to have that flow coming through to your page, but also be making sure your platform is such high value that it's a no-brainer to follow. You know, continuing to pump high-value content, nurture, speak directly to your audience and their needs. Your ideal clients will align themselves with you. Not everyone's your ideal client, but if you are speaking directly to that profile, to that person, they will align with you. So some key points to take away is get clarity on who your ideal client is and the specific problems that you can solve for them. Take action that will attract clients into your world. Become an expert in your niche, your field. Be the best at what you do. Make it a no-brainer for people to work with you, right? And these are your action items. Do a social media audit of your profile and review how much value you are providing currently. Step up your value further. What else can you offer your audience to service their needs? Think about how you can clearly speak to your ideal client through your content. Create a list of topics, solutions that you can discuss or share and start pumping it out and begin tapping into new networks through cross promotions. And that is a wrap. Okay, congratulations on coming and joining me and seeing through to the end of this three episode mini series on how to really build your business through an aligned approach. Okay, now. This mini series has been applicable to absolutely any business owner. But now what I want to do is speak directly to all of the coaches or want-to-be coaches that are out there right now. Okay, this area of aligning with your ideal clients is so damn 
expansive, right? Like there are just so many ways to go about finding your ideal clients, aligning with them, signing them, you know, getting them enrolled into your program. And something I'm super excited to share with you is that within the Aligned Coaches Academy, I physically teach you every single system and method that I personally use in order to find and attract my ideal clients, okay? Not only am I teaching you that, but I'm also teaching you how I go about making sales, how I go about having conversations, and how I even go about working with my clients. So if you've enjoyed the, t- the content from today's mini episode, then what I want you to do is jump into the link in the show notes of this episode and apply now for the Aligned Coaches Academy so that we can take these concepts that we've learned today and dive even further into exploring how you can really start aligning with your ideal clients. So do not wait because the Aligned Coaches Academy is going to be an a opportunity of a lifetime, right? This could be exactly what you're looking for, exactly what you're needing to kickstart your business in 2022. So again, guys, I hope you enjoyed this mini series I've run for you today. I'm so excited to be able to connect with you guys more deeply and, and hopefully, you know, help some of you really transform your businesses and your lives through the Aligned Coaches Academy. So I will catch you guys later. See you in the next episode of the podcast. So that's a wrap on today's episode. If you enjoyed this podcast or know somebody who needs to hear this, then send this to them and share it to your stories tagging me at empower.with.m.podcast. If you want more from the podcast, make sure you jump on over to the Empower community on Facebook. I have popped the link in the show notes of this episode, so I can't wait for you to join me there. But that's all for me for now, fam. It's time I love you and leave you. So until we hang again, remember you can break through any limiting mindset, any limiting belief, and you can rise above any challenge and step up and truly be empowered.